Hey, creamies, what do you know? Nothing, unless Joey Boohecker knows it first. Part two of my conversation with podcaster Adam Burns starts now. I thought he was going to stab me in the heart. Can I change rooms? My roommate's a devil worshiper and he keeps putting on spells on me. You know, we can kind of appear different places that we want to. So if, if I want to go to some other planet or something, you know, I can do that. God, I wanted to fuck with you. So bad. And the last thing I remember thinking was, oh my God, we are, I'm right. We are going to crash. Is it only on his birthday and Filipino Christmas? Or? I was like, burn me. Has Mittens ever eaten a cat? And I thought He-Man was hot. And then I thought all of the male Thundercats were hot. Hail thee, Satan. Hail thee, Satan. You know, slit my veins to, like, pour some blood into a goblet. Yeah. So, uh, are you ready to do some news, Adam Burns? I am. I am ready to do some. This is going to be the world's longest episode. I'm sorry, you told me it was okay. Oh, I know. I'm. I'm I know. I'm just commenting on the show. You can you can edit me out as no, much as you want. I like long episodes. Maybe we'll cut it up into two. Make Mike Lawson do so, more work. So this is um this is a story that happened in Branson, Missouri, but it was an Arkansas couple, and Branson is literally maybe like an hour and a half from me. It's where I go for entertainment when I want to go to the Moon River Theater and see the Andy Williams Moon Christmas show. Moon River. Exactly. That's, that's did, did he used to sing that in the show? He did. Yeah. At the end of every show. You know what's anyway. funny, though, is Henry Mancini wrote that for Audrey Hepburn. And he, he she couldn't sing. This Audrey Hepburn couldn't sing, but she needed to sing a song at, at, breakfast, for, at breakfast at Tiffany's, right? And so what he did, very smart, is he took her in and he found out what her range was, which was very limited, okay? Found out exactly what her range was and then wrote a song based on that range. And uh, Moon River is that song. I did not. I learned something new today. There you go. Today you learned. So um, did you know her too? Yes. Um, Anyway. I, I just I thought you were about to say you know I was I was I was at a birthday party with Aubrey, he- Aubrey oh, wait, Hepburn. Hold on for a second. I, I I said that the Amy Adams story was name dropping. I called it. That my only problem was sometimes I tell a story that's not name dropping, and Mike Lawson goes name dropper, and I'm like sometimes you're going to have a story where the uh, some I'm sorry that celebrities are involved or people of note are involved and. I know. I can't tell you how many times I'm at a birthday party and Amy Adams shows no, up. No, I said that one was name dropping. You know. Um, so anyway, it's an Arkansas couple. So, um, but it was in Branson, Missouri. So an Arkansas couple played, uh, they basically were playing Santa Claus um, for a Missouri waitress. Um, this past summer, Gary and Roxanne um, Tackett of Quitman frequented the Cracker Barrel restaurant in Branson. Sure. And they got to know this waitress there named Cindy. And during each visit to the restaurant, they learned a little bit more about her. You know, they they talked and everything, including the fact that she had a disabled son and a barely drivable car. Mm-hmm. This sounds kind of like an Ellen episode. You ever watch Ellen? I watch this Ellen. She's always giving stuff to poor people. Anyway, so um, after seeing her car, they felt really bad and they wanted to either fix it or get her something better. So this past weekend, they surprised her after a stop at the restaurant. And um, basically, they gave her a car. Now, it's a 2008 Silver Ford Fusion. Now, okay. Now, you now just for the record, you put this on the Trello, and I like to read the stories before they come on here. And so in the story, they put a link to a video. Yeah. To watch them giving her this car. Yeah, it's just like an Ellen episode. Yeah. Let me tell you this. If I was this waitress... I would throw the keys in their face. I'd be like, don't give me this fucking car. You're just causing more problems. Right? This guy gives her the car, right? Okay. He's like, look at this car. Um, the, the mirrors don't work. Uh, and the, something else doesn't work. None of the windows don't go down. I'm like, well, 
Well, what did you do? What you, you you did me nothing. You just gave me a new car with different problems. Well, maybe it drives better than hers. I don't know. I mean, maybe her car would barely get her to work. You can't lift a look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm looking the gift horse in the mouth because now because look, is 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 she gonna have to pay the taxes on this car? You know, that's a question I've always wondered. Like on Ellen and on these other shows. When yes, they, they have to pay the taxes. That's what. That's a big problem a lot of times. But if they're poor mm-hmm. and they can't afford to fix the car they've got, how yeah. are they going to afford to pay the taxes on some I new think car? On, I, think, I think on Ellen, I think on Ellen, you see, it's tricky because I think, now I am not a tax lawyer. I am not a tax lawyer. But I think if they say if Ellen says to her we're going to pay the taxes on the car, well then that would constitute income, and therefore she'd have to pay taxes on that too. Yeah, that would be my assumption. Yeah. So, but I I feel like on Ellen there's a way around that. I don't, I think I've read that they they, they there's something somehow they got gets worked out right. Well, there's got to be. Think about that. Okay, think about that show where they used to what's it Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Oh yeah, that was and always they, a no. These are huge, these are real problems people faced, and they like give people brand new homes. Yeah, but then they can't afford the taxes. Yeah, I read that, or I read, I heard somewhere that someone that got a new home from Extreme Makeover had to move out of the home, like had to sell it because they couldn't afford the property taxes or sales tax or whatever. I well, not only that, the problem is too is one they build these. Look, you can't build a good home in three days. Yeah. Okay, so they build these shitty homes with like a, a half pirate ship or something, you know. So now, well, you can't sell it because who's going to go to a house and go like, oh, this is a house with a pirate ship and uh, a firehouse on on the other side and uh, a tiger's head coming out the window? Like, what do you? No one wants to buy a a, a, PB, a house that PB Herman would live in. Okay, right. One, two. Look, here's the thing between me and you. A lot, not every single person. Sometimes people have genuinely bad things happen to them and they get chosen for this extreme home makeover. But a lot of times these people got into the predicaments they did because they didn't make correct choices. So now you're giving people who don't necessarily make the best financial decisions uh, uh, something that – so what they would do is then they would then borrow against the, the value of the house and they wouldn't be able to pay that or – they would they would just do cockamamie things now with this, and, they, and so they all end up in a heap of trouble because of this extreme home makeover, and they live in these shitty houses. And I've also heard that there's problems with the actual makeover itself. Now with this Ellen, I don't know about this Ellen specifically, but I do know there's a problem with like when you go on the prices right and you win a car. What these people land up doing usually is selling the car for the cash. Okay. Or you think, I think you I think you can actually take the monetary value too. I think very few people actually go uh, show up at the BMW and go like I'm going to get this unless you're prepared to pay the taxes, right? You know. And I always I wonder like people. how do they get it home? You know, let's say I went to see Ellen from like Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so what they do is the um they the BMW calls the local dealer where you live and then um you arrange with that dealer, okay, to pick up the car. All these logistics. Anyway, this waitress got a bum car, apparently. And then Amy Adams drives the car to your house. <laughs> right. So that that's one. Am I supposed to tell both of my stories at once, or do we no. rotate on that? Don't you listen to the show? I do, but I don't remember. I just, you know, just listen. Now I go. So what's going on in your neck of the woods, Joe? You ever hear of this Floyd Mayweather? No. He's a boxer famous boxer oh yeah i have he didn't he didn't he fight muhammad ali or something like that back in the day no 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 (laughs) i've heard the name okay so i guess uh this there was a there was a murder suicide at the park la brea apartment complex now i'm going to tell you something for those of you who actually do listen to the show unlike adam this Park La Brea apartment complex has been on the show before. I don't know if you remember, friend of the show Shannon, who's in the P90X3 videos, she um, did a comedy show at the apartment. She thought it was a theater, and it was actually an apartment building. And, yeah, uh, didn't I you went say you went to that one? 
Yeah. Yeah. I went to that one, and then the handicapped woman backed out right before her set. Yeah. So it was at this apartment complex. So Park La Brea apartment complex is apparent murder-suicide. Uh, rapper Earl Hayes, 34, shot his wife, dancer and reality TV star Stephanie Mosley, 30 years old, at around 7.30 a.m. at these Park La Brea apartments, right? She looks attractive. She, yeah, she looks She looks kind of like a, a hot Mariah Carey. Could be. A little blacker than Mariah Carey, but yeah. You know that my friend Melissa McQueen, comedian Melissa McQueen, plays Mariah Carey often in her comedy bits because she actually does look kind of like a white Mariah Carey. I will give her that. Anyway, uh, so he here's the part of the story. So he kills her because he, he thinks she's having an affair with this uh, rapper named Trey Songs. Okay. So he's convinced she's having an affair with him, and so he uh, shoots her uh, like ten times and then kills himself. Here's where the story gets weird. So I guess he was friends with this Floyd Mayweather, and TMZ's reporting that the rapper, the guy who killed his wife, called Mayweather on FaceTime in a rage, and then he shot. And then he, I guess, this Mayweather was like, "No, bro, don't do it, don't do it. You know, calm down, don't shoot her, don't hurt her." But he didn't listen. He doesn't listen to this Floyd Mayweather, and he shot her and killed her. And Floyd Mayweather, they say, may have watched the whole thing on FaceTime. Hmm. He didn't, like, call the police or anything like that. He, like, stayed on FaceTime, and he's just, like, watching this thing unfold. Well, FaceTime's kind of cool. So, you know, you don't right, want to, like, like, disrupt how cool it is with uh, calling the police. Here's what's weird. If you read the story, because people are like, oh, my God, if, uh, he, Floyd Mayweather must have been upset. But then a few hours later, he went to a Clipper game. And he was sitting courtside. Well, you know, maybe it's hard to get those tickets or something. That's true. What would you do if you were on FaceTime and uh, somebody you knew was going to kill somebody and they were talking to you? Well, first of all, I don't know any rappers. Mm. So... You, know, you are I, dating a Filipino, though. Filipinos, well, Filipinos don't rap. A lot of Filipinos, though, love like um, R and B, like like um, like uh, Boys to Men. Yeah. Or they love um, who's that guy that sleeps with the thirteen-year-old girls? Um, is he? A, is it a recent guy? He's around. He's he's a big hit, and he had that room, the video, of the room, and uh. I don't know. I was thinking. I was thinking the guy. Well, who, that, who, who does Mittens listen to? What kind of music does he listen to? He listens to like top forty pop sort of stuff. But does, has he ever been like, like, dun 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 dun, and he's like, throw your clothes on the floor. No, and I'll take mine off too. I wanna make sweet love to you. No, he hasn't. He listens like Taylor Swift, Iggy Azalea, uh, Iggy Azalea, Pink. Taylor Swift, and all those other white girls. Now, Iggy Azalea, she's not Ariana Grande, right? No, Ariana Grande is Ariana Grande. <laughs> Azalea is not. Ariana Grande is the one that goes, da 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 you know that. And which one's Iggy Azalea? Ahead in the clouds, God no. Um, Iggy Azalea, she's a rapper, so she did. She does like um. Oh well, I, all I can think of is one of her raps has I G G Y. Uh, but I can't think of um, I can't think of it. But she's a rapper, and she has a. I'm gonna uh, tell you something. I would want to be on Facetime if anyone's gonna murder any of those people. <laughs> I don't know. I, what would, I, would, I would ask. I would ask. Let me see. If I was on Facetime, who would I want to see murdered? Celine Dion is at the top of the list. I don't like the Celine Dion. She bugs me. Okay. Does that bother you? No, but I don't want to see anybody murdered. That's horrible. There's nobody you want to see murdered? No, not at all. I, I, I do not want to see anyone murdered. I think... 
Well, you're really going on a limb here with your opinions. You don't want to see anybody murdered. Look, here's the thing. I'll explain something to you. I don't really want to see anybody murdered. I understand that. But I see this is my deal. I used to feel like it was wrong. And maybe I still do. I don't know. But I used to feel like it was wrong to hate anyone. Like it was like a sin or something to hate anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you have sex with Jesus. And so I literally had a list in my head of mm-hmm. people that if, if God ever came to me and said, hey, Adam, you can hate one person. Yeah. You know, then I had a list all ranked in priority. Mm-hmm. And so I would, you know, have that first person, like if he gave me one person I could hate. Give me one person on that list. But it wasn't famous people like the first person. Right. Well, the first person on the list um, was a guy in um, when I when I was in 11th grade or the summer of my 11th grade year. Um, I went to this thing called Governor's School that Governor Bill Clinton um, started here in Arkansas. And it's basically. Hey, Adam, hey Adam thanks for coming to my school. Right. You my, like I'm, pussy? I love, I love pussy. You like pussy there, Adam? He was on Ellen the other day, too, and he was so boring. But anyway, so there was this guy. Hey, my, why, are you, why are you saying I'm bu- uh, boring there, butt pirate? Because you I were appreciate boring. that. You were. Um, so there was this. I had a roommate in governor's school mm-hmm. who to just freak me out. Did you meet Bill Clinton? I have met Bill Clinton. He used to he and his wife. Um, my uncle was Hillary. Like, he and his wife, Hillary, yes. Um, my He and his his wife, whatever her name is. Uh-huh. He and Hillary um used to go over to my uncle and aunt's house to eat barbecue. This is a good barbecue. And uh because my uncle was known for really good barbecue and they were friends with the Clintons for a while. And um so they this would is go the, over this is the uncle that you want to have sex with. This is a different uncle. Oh, okay. Different uncle. And uh, so anyway, the guy that was the top of my hate list was and actually I wouldn't mind seeing him murdered. Um, He was my roommate at governor's school and they would not let me change roommates. But I was a little bit more innocent than I am now. And he pretended like he was a Satan worshiper and was going to kill me in my sleep. And he literally like put spells and stuff like on paper on my bed and like burned candles and did things to like freak me out oh i love this guy and and i was so freaked out like i thought he was gonna stab me in the heart or something and um i tried they would not let me change rooms how do you how do you approach that like hey uh can you can i change rooms my roommate's a devil worshiper and he keeps putting on spells on me well, I don't remember. I just remember calling my parents in tears. I was, oh, I was he keep so... putting these spells on me, and I want to go straight to hell like those ghosts on, you know, those, those demons on ghosts are going to drag me. It wasn't, I didn't think, like, it wasn't, I thought he was a crazy person that was going to stab me in the heart. It had nothing to do with spells or Satan worship or anything like that. But the fact that he was doing that stuff and putting the stuff on my bed and lighting candles and all that, I thought he was crazy and I w- he was going to kill me. I thought okay. I was, you know. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Turns out. You don't that, remember his name? I don't remember his name, but you know Make what? up a name. Uh, John. John? Fuck you. There you go. But it turns out the whole reason he hated me so much and he wanted to torture me. It's because he was gay and out and not in the closet. And he hated he it was it was self-loathing because later he told me the fact that I was gay and um, that I was hanging out with all my gay friends there at governor's school and stuff like that. Oh, so you were openly gay there. I was because, you know, this is like a hippy dippy, like, you know, mostly liberal type, you know, intellectual people going to this thing. So how old were you? Uh, summer of my 11th grade year. But I'm saying, you know, it's all the smarter people, you know, that get picked to go to this thing. So they're usually Did you hook up with anybody there? Um, You know, I don't remember. I don't think so. You don't remember going to a camp? Joe. Where somebody was putting Satan spells on you. And <laughs> you don't remember if you had gay sex. I don't think I had, I don't think I had any sex there. Um, I might have made out with someone 
I had a crush on a straight guy who played French horn, who I still think if you play French horn, you're not really straight if you're a guy. But um, but he was unavailable. So um, no, I don't think I don't think I ended up having sex with anyone there. The the hilarious Satan worshiper was he cute? Mm-mm. So so even if he wanted to, he you, he wouldn't hook up with you. No, but he he told me we met later at like a party or a club or something. Did any of his spells come true? No, but I don't know. I don't know what the spells were. He would just draw like the the star, the the six pointed star, whatever the satanic. Star I'm gonna put is. a spell on you. Can I put a spell on you? Sure, whatever you want to do. What is it? What spell? Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. I'm putting a spell. Oh, you know what? You're right. You know what? You're n- you're not going to care if I put a spell on you. I get how this goes. Okay. I know what to do here. Dear Satan, please put a spell on Mariah Carey. <laughs> Whatever. And may her voice continue to deteriorate even faster than your angels are having done to her voice. Please make them sound like the way your joints and scaly skin sound as they scrape the bones of those who don't believe in you, O great Satan. Hail thee, Satan. Hail thee, Satan. Please. A spell and a curse on Mariah Carey and her voice. Thank you. Okay, anyway, Joe. um... Did that bother you? No. So I'm going to tell you what else. On a scale of one to ten, how much does that bother you? Not at all. Zero. One. But what? But what if by chance? Look, here's the thing. No, you're not getting it. The point was not that he. I could care less that he thought he was a Satan worshiper or whatever, which actually wasn't true. The fact is, I thought he was a crazy person. He was going to literally like drain my blood for some ritual. I just didn't want to die. I don't believe that he could cast any spell that would do anything i thought he would physically harm me you know in my sleep or something you know slit my veins to like pour some blood into a goblet you know that he could dance around naked while chanting i don't know i thought he would kill me that's what i was that sounds like a, a typical episode of cocktails and cream puffs well exactly wouldn't you be scared of that here's the thing do I believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Yes, I do. Right? But I'm not worried about the Jesus conversation because I think Jesus is above that. He realizes I'm kidding. Right? I think you know. I, I, probably yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. On the Satan part, I don't believe that Satan as a as an entity exists. Right? I believe that Satan is an energy. And so therefore praying to Satan doesn't really get you anything cuz I don't think there I don't think there's like a devil. Do you think do you believe in a devil? Do you believe there's like a guy with horns Look, who lives underneath us? I watch Supernatural. Yeah. And Crowley is the king of heaven or the king of sure. hell. Sorry. So it's Alistair Crowley. Crowley the No, the old... guy's name is Crowley. He's the king of hell. Okay, I'm sure he's based on Alistair Crowley, but go ahead. That's it. So I I think it's I think it's it's a white balding guy with a goatee named Crowley. Do you do you think do you think do you do you really think this? Do you think like okay, I want to hear your thoughts on heaven. Do you think like when you die you're going to go to like you're going to live in the clouds and play a harp or what do you what is your perception of heaven? Um well, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it'll be like a version of earth except it'll be perfect. And so um, I think it's different things. And what's for perfect? Like no Mexicans at McDonald's and <laughs> right. Mariah Carey no, sings no, well. No waits at McDonald's. No, yeah. I. I mean, I think it's. I think it's different for different people. So I mean, I would hope it to be. You know, I. What I would hope is that we're all kind of like angels. So we have, you know, we can kind of appear different places that we want to. So if if I want to go to some other planet or something, you know, I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. I can fly around, you know, things like that. Like, there's Are you no... wearing a hat in heaven or no hat? Hopefully I would have uh, either way. Either way. Okay. Hopefully I would look cute with or without a hat. But probably not. We're probably and is all... There, is, there, is there an actual hell? Is there a place in hell? 
I have mixed feelings on that. I mean, I, I think I think the the concept of hell is the absence of God. So I, I think the ultimate thing that makes it hell is that God is not there. If that makes any sense. Like you are completely cut off from anything good. What percentage of you? Okay, be honest here. I want you to be honest. What percentage of you worries? Like, what if being gay really is a sin and I'm going to go to hell? Oh, that's a large percentage. I I don't know what it is, but over 50% probably. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is a really long episode. Has it ever kept you up at night? Um, no, I doubt it's kept me up at night. I just, but I do, I I guess I kind of always kept it in the back of my head. I thought one day I'll just stop and, you know, and then I'll, I'll do that before I die. And so then I, I won't have to worry about it because I'll have stopped. Oh, you'll that. stop being gay and then ask well, for forgiveness. Well, I won't stop being gay, but I'll stop acting on it. I'll stop having sex with men, basically. Ask forgiveness. Think, well, well, yeah, at a certain point, you're just going to be old and you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Right. And then ask for forgiveness? Something like that. I don't know that that's what I'll do now, but that's what I always thought in, in the past. Does this make this you... is a lot deeper than you and Mike normally get. Well, because Mike won't go here. Watch. Ask me a deep question. I'll be Mike. Um, so what are your thoughts on, um, on being gay and, and Christian in today's Joey, society? Joey, I don't want to get into this. No one wants to hear this. Did you hear in San Francisco that they opened a new sandwich shop and it's only for cats? <laughs> Rob Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Rob Kyle goes there, but instead of getting a sandwich, he gets a cat. Yeah. Joey, don't say that. That's not true. Not all Filipinos eat cats. Right. So did you know, Joe, that... Has a... Mittens ever eaten a cat? Huh? <laughs> Has Mittens ever eaten I don't know. I didn't... I haven't asked him. Okay. I don't think they eat those kind of things in the Philippines. But, um... An 11-year-old girl in Arkansas is safely back home after she woke up in the middle of the night on December 5th, stole $10,000 in cash from her grandma, and called a taxi to drive her to Florida. So um, after she left her house around 3 a.m., she walked to a gas station and hitchhiked to Little Rock, which was about 30 minutes away. So from there, the cab driver... Is she busy or not? Huh? Is she busy or not? She sounds like a party. I don't know her. She she might. Do you want me to see if I can get a hold of her and see if she's yeah? I want, I want. I got a special dorm for her over at Governor's School. I bet you do. Hillary's out of town. Right. So, um, the cab driver. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of funny because the cat. It says the cab driver agreed to take her to Jacksonville which is 830 miles away from Little Rock, if she put down $1,300. That seems a little bit cheap for a trip all the way to Jacksonville, Florida and back. No, that was just down, and then she had another $1,200 for him. Well, even that, though. I mean, as much as they charge, like, think about how much they charge per mile. I think at a certain point, though, you can just, they just give you, a like, a, it's going to cost this much. And it's a it's a child. I mean, why is he not thinking, you know, maybe I should take her back to her mom? She's 11 years old. I mean, you know, how selfish is this? You know, money. Maybe he hungry. thought she was like Richie Rich. Well, I don't you know. Richie Rich, the cartoon. He was rich. So he had a dog. The dog thing was dollar. So he agreed. God, I wanted to fuck Richie Rich so badly when I was a kid. I, mean, I thought he was hot, too. That's yeah. I but no, was... but he was hot and he was rich. Yeah. What cartoon characters when you were young did you think were hot? Um, well, definitely Richie Rich. I thought I used to watch this show called Braveheart, mm-hmm. and I think I thought the main he was like kind of a cowboy character. Sure. And I thought He Man was hot, and then I thought all of the male Thundercats were hot because mm-hmm. they were all kind of muscular and like yeah, you know, they didn't wear much clothing. Um, had tails. I don't know. Did you ever watch those cartoons that they made with Bible stories? No, I didn't. But are you talking about like uh, Daniel, Daniel, and I can't remember what it was. Well, I was going to ask if you thought that Jesus in those cartoons was hot. 
Absolutely. I. You know what? I had wet dreams. About Jesus? Yes. Well, now you're not going to heaven, Adam. So funny. I, you I, just... I didn't you want to You just admit. sealed your fate. You've pulled it out of me, Joe. Lack of God now. Pull it out of me. Pull first out. Time, first time anybody else has. Anyway, so the grandmother went to... Oh, but you're not a bottom, though, huh? I'm not. Only because I can't take pain. But anyway, the grandmother um, couldn't find Do her. Do you always use a condom? Huh? Do you always use a condom? For... Water balloons. What do you think for what? <laughs> being a top or being a bottom? So, so, so you do bottom then? I have before. I just don't like it. Like I'm, I don't consider myself a bottom because I, I, I really hate it. I don't like it. But if I'm with someone in a relationship and they are not getting to have sex with anyone else but me and they want it occasionally, I will grit my teeth and bear it. Don't do that when you're blowing them. Well, no. But no, I've not ever enjoyed it. And I've I've done it both ways. I, but I mean, this was after, well, the bottoming part is, you know, if I'm in a relationship. Have you ever bottomed for mittens? Yes. Is it only on his birthday and Filipino Christmas? or No, but it's been, it's probably been a year since I have. Do you have to like prep all day and like, are you nervous? Do you get nervous? <laughs> no, but that, no, it's usually spontaneous. But that, that's the other thing because... I'm not a good bottom in that way. I mean, normally you would want to, like, clean yourself out and do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, because I'm not and I don't ever expect it to happen, I'm never prepared that way. So you've so, shit on him is well, what you're saying. Well, I – not – you know, there are normal things that happen when you bottom. No, tell me. It doesn't never – I'm being honest. This has never happened to me. Um. No, it's just, it can be a little dirty. I mean, it's not like I, anyway, what? Can I finish my news story? Good grief. So at 9 a.m., her grandmother Uh went to wake her up. Great transition. And she wasn't there. Uh Uh-huh. So she found a note saying that she had uh, run away to Montana because the girl was smart. She wanted to trick her grandmother. (laughs) <laughs> um, she she said, hey, I went to Montana, and then she's going the opposite direction to uh, Florida. Anyway, I guess they found her at some point. I didn't read the whole story. Um, yeah, when the co- so I guess the company, after her family immediately called the Bryant Police Department, they were able to obtain her cell phone records and trace the call to the cab company. So the cab company got the driver on the phone. But they were already in Atlanta or outside. They were like, Atlanta, "Hey, uh, listen, do you happen to have an eleven-year-old girl with right. you?" Uh, no, I do not. She looked eighteen. I am not driving an eleven-year-old out of state. I am not doing that, not knowingly. Anyway, she told me that she was an adult. Did you ever do anything crazy like that when you were a kid? Like hire a cab to help me run mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. No. No, I was a good kid. I didn't do... I, I was the kind that would tell on my brother for things that he did. Mm-hmm. But I tried to be the perfect child. So I didn't... No, I didn't do Do that. your parents still think you're the perfect child? You know, I don't know. They they may have seen some naked pictures of me from that um, that sex website I used to model on. Wait a minute, model. wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Just so you know, a lot of people don't know about this. So you modeled on a on a sex website. Yeah, like a jack-off website, basically, but yes. And how did your parents stumble on this? One of my listeners from my show somehow Uh got the email address of my parents, either based on me saying where they work or something, and emailed them and said, do you know what your son is doing? And here's a link. Why would the the listener do this? I guess because it is a hateful person. Do you know who this listener is? No, I don't know who it was, but I know, but my stepfather said we got an email from someone who said they listened to your podcast and gave us a link. And I saw your ass, basically, and dick and everything else. Because it was a profile, like, you know, on the site where people could go and see what you look like. So Has your uncle seen this? I don't know. He hasn't told me that he has. So anyway, uh, Joe, what else is going on in L.A.? Well, I didn't comment on this girl, this 11-year-old girl. 
do you have a comment? She's in so much trouble. All right, here we go. Um, an actor ate his girlfriend's pet rabbit and said he should do the same to her. An actor known for his television performances as uh, well, he was on. He's been on episodes of Santa's Sons of Anarchy, Two Broke Girls, and Walker. T- all of these. I, well, I guess the Sons of Anarchy I heard is good, but this Two Broke Girls is so horrible. Have you ever watched this show? I haven't seen it, but apparently, um, what's her name? Um, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, or Chloe. One of them makes guest appearances on there. Okay, and Walker, Texas Ranger. He's been appearing. He's appearing on all the shows. He pulled a creepy stunt when his ex-girlfriend asked him to move out of their house, which they had been sharing. According to police, he sent her step-by-step photos and later told her he would do the same thing to her, which was basically he ate her rabbit. He killed it, skinned it, and ate it. He would send pictures. His name is um, Dmitry Diachenko, and he insists it was all a funny prank. He told uh, KCAL 9's Christine Lazar that... Uh, he admitted to killing, cooking, and eating the rabbit. However, Diachenko over the phone told Lazar, this is all a misunderstanding. We got into an argument, but I did not kill the bunny. This was a hoax. Uh, Diachenko says he bought the rabbit meat at a store and then says uh, he let the bunny free so sh- uh, the girlfriend would think it was her dead bunny in the refrigerator. Uh, he faced up to five years in prison for animal cruelty and making criminal threats. And his ex-girlfriend, who initially notified police, says it was all a hoax. But CBS reports she declined to provide any recent photos of the bunny. What do you think of this? Adam Burns, have you ever done anything crazy like that to someone who broke up with you or or anything like that? No. Um, The only time I've ever been broken up with was the person who broke up with me was in England at the time. So I couldn't do Did he use like funny words like, hello, Adam, I'm calling you on on the mobile to tell you to take a lolly. And take a torch and put it up your ass. Yeah, actually, it went exactly. That is so funny. It's like you're reading a transcript mm-hmm. of the conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, I think it was via email, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, so the only time I've ever been broken up with is um, the person was way far away, so I couldn't freak out and do anything. Although I don't think I would do anything crazy. Um. Hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever done, though, for, uh, for in the name of love? Um, you know, I in think... In the name of love, what crazy thing have you done in the name of love? So, I think, and this this is not really in the same category, Do you know that song? I do. I've heard it. I mean, I don't know the words, but yes, I Who I sings know. it? I don't know who sings it. But I've who heard... Who sings all about the bass? Um, I can't think of her name, but she's got blonde hair and she's a little bit chunky. Uh, Who sings Royals? Lord. Okay, go on. So what are you trying to like see what my knowledge, what my knowledge is? I know, um, I know a lot of stuff, but I'm just not good with names. Anyway, so, um, and Mark makes me, he quizzes me when, when. When songs that he listens to come on the radio, he'll say, who sings this? And he'll make me tell him. So that's why I know recent people and not older people. But anyway. Who sings this song? Who sings this song? Treated me kind. Uh, Sweet destiny. You changed keys right there. Anyway, so. Carried me through. It was a little pitchy. Was that a little pitchy? Yeah, it was a little pitchy. It was. So I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the craziest thing. So I don't know if this if this cat if this counts for you, but um, I had a boyfriend. Um, my that counts. I I've had two British boyfriends, and this was my first British oh, boyfriend. Look, oh, sorry. Look at you, King Speech. So, um, this was my first British boyfriend, and he was hot and young. I mean, I was young at the time, but he was younger than me. I was probably twenty three, and he was eighteen. And we met mm-hmm. on a train. It was the weirdest thing. But, um, so I was so in love with this guy and I think he was just using me for my money cause I had money at the time. And I kept, even after he said he didn't think it was going to work with us and we had been together for maybe a year and a half, but, um, but we had kind of broken it off a little bit. Um, I was so into him that I kept agreeing to pay for him. I would pay for his plane ticket to fly back to the States and then I would take him on trips. 
like to Louisiana, to like New Orleans and to Disneyland and to all these places just so I could see him and have sex with him and like be with him for. Like oh, another. so he would he would he would at least have sex with you when you were out here. Yeah, he would. But I was like trying to hang on to him and he was basically just using me for the fact that I would take him mm. on trips and stuff. Yeah, he was. But it was an equal trade. If he if he if you were paying for him to go come out in here and then he was like, thanks a lot, mate. And then, that's Australian, but whatever. And was like, thank you. Thanks, old chum. And then like went out and hung out with his real friends. And then you kept doing that. Then I'd be like, ah, what a dummy. No, I, mean, I can't... think he found me attractive. But. Oh, God. Well, who wouldn't? What's he'd be an insane person if he didn't. I know. Right. What? Yeah, of course. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, that's probably the craziest thing. I, I've wondered that if any of the, like, two years that we knew each other, if he actually ever loved me or he just was very opportunistic and I had money the entire time that we were together and I treated him very well. So I Treated I, I, him kind. Exactly. And I wonder, you know, was he just with me for my money the whole time that we knew each other? Oh, yeah, that big Arkansas money. But, no, I... I was in a plane crash and I got a big settlement. Wait, so I had I had money. What? Wait, 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 wait. What plane crash were you in? I was in in night in June of nineteen ninety nine. I believe it was June first. A flight from Dallas to Little Rock um, crashed. Well, we landed, but they couldn't stop the plane. And the plane, like, flew off the end of the runway and down this embankment and almost went into the Arkansas River. But we hit this big, huge metal structure that holds the lights. And mm-hmm. the um, the plane looks like a zigzag. It broke up in, like, two or three different places. And I had to actually get out of the plane by climbing out through a crack in the fuselage um, next to where my seat was. And, like, 11 people died. And Oh, my gosh. Insane. Did you know any of the people that died? Yeah. Um, I was on a choir trip from my college, <gasps> oh my and gosh. the director's daughter um, died about a week <gasps> later. And oh my gosh! One of the choir members who I used to, who I roomed with during on the trip, because we were on a trip to Germany to sing. We were doing a tour in Germany, and um, we roomed together during that entire trip. And he w- kept going back in the plane to help people get out. And he died of smoke inhalation. He just sat down. <gasps> in one of the, he just sat down in one of the seats. But anyway, so I got a. I got a. Wait, good, he went on the plane like I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit down right here. Yeah. Well, they said you get confused when you inhale mm-hmm. too much smoke. Okay. And you get tired and confused. And he sat down and just suffocated, basically, from all the smoke. Oh my gosh! And, this is uh, horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. So I had gotten that was right before. I Are you afraid that. to fly now? Well, obviously not. But did it make you afraid to fly for a while? It did, um, but I never stopped because I love to travel. So I just were kinda, you scared? Like what, what were you, what were your emotions when this was happening? I don't remember a lot from the actual thing. I mean, this, this what's is the a, last thing you remember? Um, I remember thinking um, that. Well, see, this is the weird thing. I we originally were going to go to China for this choir trip. Mm-hmm. And because this at, at some this was I think when we accidentally bombed a Chinese embassy or something, mm-hmm. and so the U.S. didn't have um, really good relations with China at that point, and so yeah. they said they should have hey, sent Mike Lawson over there, uh, right? And they said, uh, you know, we don't think it's a good time for you to do this tour in China. And one of the members of my choir, her parents were missionaries in Germany, so we switched our tour for Germany. And I had this premonition that something bad was going to happen on the trip. And I actually thought, I think we're going to have a plane crash. And I'm not kidding you. I really had that thought. And I was so worried. Like Do weeks you think when trip, that Satanist put that spell on you, maybe, maybe it was like to have forethought, maybe. like foresight? So I made you prescient. Maybe. So literally, and I just kind of attributed it to the fact that I was so worried about the China thing and if we'd have gone to China and would we have had people throwing things at us and trying to kill us or whatever. So then when they switched it, I was really stressed, you know, and I, maybe I just made my brain just decided I was going to have a plane crash. Anyway, the last thought I had before, because it got really turbulent and the 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 pilot came on and said, we're going to have to land the opposite direction than we thought we were going to land because there's this big storm and we can't see 
um, from the way that we're going. So we're going to turn around and come in from the opposite way. And it was really bumpy. And the last thing I remember thinking was, oh, my God, we are I'm right. We are going to crash. And then, you know, that's the last thing you remember. I mean, I remember I don't remember what I was thinking. I remember a lot more. We landed. But people crying. I don't remember that. I don't remember. Do you remember it. climbing out of the plane? Yeah, but I, I think, I think you get kind of tunnel vision when you go through something like that. So literally, I know what I was doing, but I have no knowledge of like whether people were screaming or crying. Did you grab anything. your trumpet? No, my I don't even. I think my trump. I I did have a trumpet with me because I was playing in one of the songs that we were singing, but I think it was underneath, um, so I couldn't grab it. But no, I didn't grab anything. Um, uh, the first thing I want to tell you about a plane crash is when they tell you to follow those lights to the nearest exit, if you really crash, those lights do not work anymore because it mm-hmm. severs the electricity. I mean, you know, if, if things in the plane break apart. Did the pilot live? No. <gasps> so, um, so anyway, I jumped out like 15 feet down, um, ended up breaking the rib of the guy that went before me because I didn't wait long enough for him to get out of the way. And um, he, he cushioned my fall nicely, though. Um, and I, I just remember we landed. We It was very wet. And, and so and we were going really fast, like however fast a plane's going in the air, that's how fast we were still going on the runway. And they couldn't get the plane to stop. So we like veered off into the grass and it got really bumpy and then we veered back on and we're still not slowing down at all. And the, the plane is kind of, you, you know what it feels like to hydroplane in a car? Um, no. Well, when you hydroplane in a car, you know, it's wet and your car kind of skips over the water. Mm-hmm. And then we went off the end of the runway and it was just really bumpy at that point. And then things were falling on my head and, you know, the, the luggage stuff kind of fell down on top of us. And uh, and then I, I remember climbing out, but. Anyway, so now, I had was, were, was personnel on on grass? Were they already there waiting for you guys, or like how long before no, people actually they, showed up? They could not find us. It was the strangest <gasps> thing. We so, were we were literally at the airport. We were in a field next to the airport, and I bet you it took them forty five minutes to an hour to find where we were and get. So, what were you guys talking about? What were you, what was going on? Oh, that so you guys were standing there for forty five minutes. Well, I don't know what we were talking about. I know I went up. And one of my friends who had been on the plane, she comes over and she's screaming and crying and stuff. And her skin on her arms is literally dripping off of her because she had gotten burned. And I had these. Were you like, uh, this is really awkward, but your skin's kind of melting off you? No, it was really traumatic. People weren't really talking. They were crying. And were you you crying? I'm sure I was. I don't remember. But I was uh, there were two little girls that were on the plane and they were flying without adults. So at one point, someone said, hey, would you watch them? So I was watching these two little girls. Um, and there was hay in this field, so we sat next to a big hay bale. And we're trying to cover ourselves because it was hailing um, as well. And I think oh it took God. about an hour for the buses to get there. How? Look, here's the deal. How are you not believing in this Satan guy that he put a spell? I mean, this is horrible. I Well, I don't think he... Re- he has told me later that he doesn't he's not a Satanist. He doesn't believe in any of that stuff. He was literally Adam, doing that to a freak me Satanist out. puts a curse and a spell on you and you in a plane crash. But then I got lots of money. A, in a hailstorm. It was. And they couldn't find you for forty five minutes and a girl talked to you. Exactly. Yeah, that was the mo- that was the worst part. That well, was the worst part. That, and, you, and you left your trumpet there. Trumpy. That and the fact that her skin was melting off. Oh, my God, Joe. Though, I'm going to tell you right now. The worst part of that whole experience. They made you eat airline food. No. She got so much more money than me. Oh, yeah. So much more money than me. I mean, let me tell you. I got maybe 100 You know what? What? I got maybe $150,000. <gasps> oh, my God. This girl. That, in Arkansas, that's like $10 million. Whatever. This girl 
I was driving down the road listening to the radio like a year later, and they mm-hmm. came on the radio because it took her a long time to settle with them, and she got eleven million dollars. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Burn me for some freaking eleven million dollars." I'll go back. Don't say this, man. You've already said you want to have sex with Jesus and that you love Satan. And this is on a podcast. Jesus will listen to this podcast. Do not do this. He's a listener, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus is a big listener. He left, but he left a, a, a four-star review, not a five-star review. Yeah. So, Joe, what are your plans for uh, for next week? Um. Well, I was going to talk about what, what What are you doing for Christmas? Um. What do you do for Christmas? Uh, Christmas, so I, we get together as a family, but I have to work. I don't get a lot of vacation days, so we literally only get the day of Christmas off. What? That's it. So I will, um, I'll drive down. My family gets together, um, near where I grew up and it's about five hours south of here, um, driving. So I will, I'm probably going to work from home on, so I'll. I think Christmas is on a Wednesday or is it on a Thursday? I can't, I don't know. I could look. I have a calendar right here. But um, but anyway, the day before Christmas Eve, uh, the night before Christmas Eve, I'm going to, um, uh, Tuesday, I'm going to um, drive down to South Arkansas and then I'm going to work from home from my aunt's house because they have internet and... Uh, <laughs> And then uh, on the we'll have some kind of dinner or something on the twenty fourth, and then my parents and I usually um, uh, do Christmas at my brother's house on Christmas morning, and then we'll at some point we'll see the rest of the family. We'll either have dinner Christmas Eve or we'll have lunch on Christmas Day. I'm not sure what's going on, so that's what we'll do. And then I'm driving back Christmas night, and I'll have Christmas with Mark um, that evening. So what is Mark going to do for Christmas? All of there, there's a there's a fairly large Filipino community here um, that work for the various companies around here. Um, there most of them are contractors who like him who've kind of um, you know been contracted to work, and uh, they all get together for holidays because they don't a, a lot of them don't have family here. So they the way Filipinos celebrate Christmas is they actually um, all get they go to mass on Christmas Eve and then they all get together that evening and um they they open their presents and all that they do all that christmas eve so they usually end up staying up until like three or four in the morning christmas morning and that is their christmas so from like 10 p.m christmas eve till three or four in the morning christmas day and they eat and open presents and do all that and then you know they're done by they go home and go to bed and that's their christmas so he'll be done, and then I'll come home 7 or 8 p.m. Christmas night, and we'll have something to eat and open our presents together. And what about New Year's Eve? Um, we're going to a, the, a bunch of Philippine, a bunch of his, again, a bunch of his Filipino friends are having a party. So uh, they're just having like this potluck party where we're all bringing food and, um, you know, we'll probably play games and whatever. Filipino games? I don't know. Usually they have like an Xbox or something set up with like Dance Revolution or whatever those dance things are. Oh, yeah. Filipinos love Dance Dance Revolution. They dance and do karaoke and stuff like that. And then will you go home and throw your clothes on the floor? Yes. And he'll take his clothes off too. You're going to make sweet love to you. So what are your plans? Ugh. Fight with my family on Christmas. And then um, New Year's Eve. Um, I I generally, I hate New Year's Eve. So I generally like hide and stay in and hide. But the past few years, I've like spent New Year's Eve with Chris and Mercedes or I'll do something really, really intimate with somebody. I, I spent the last few uh, New Year's Eves with, with, with Chris and Mercedes, but both, but that usually involves staying in and watching movies. So no, no, no big plans yet. No, I've 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 done my big New Year's Eve plans already, but in my life, now now I just enjoy staying because you know what? Also, 
I can go out whenever I want. And New Year's Eve, they just jack up the prices and they uh, just. Uh... You sound like an old man, but I, I feel the same. I mean, I, I'm not a go. I don't like to go out anyway. I'm not a bar person. So add to the fact that everyone is going to be out and it's going to be crowded. And... I wouldn't mind going to a house party, but um, I don't know anyone throwing any house parties. Yeah, so this is a house party, so I'm going. But, you know, they'll all be. The the one thing about those parties is, though, they're not usually speaking English. So. Uh, no, they're speaking Tagalog. Yeah, right. So, and I don't know. I don't know that language. So, um, I spend most of the night sitting there and not knowing what anyone is saying. So, so that's the only. that. Adam, what are you doing, Adam? Uh, you don't speak Filipino language. Uh. They will talk to me. But eventually, you know, we talk for five How many minutes. nurses does Mark know? Nurses? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think his sister was studying to be a nurse. Yeah, Filipinos are always nurses, man. But uh, all the ones, see, all the ones he knows here are in technical fields because they've all, they're all contractors for technical positions. When, at, when Mike Lawson used to work for my mom, he dated one of, one of the nurses at the, at the nursing home. This guy used to write the shittiest poetry, man. It was horrible. It was this terrible poetry he'd make Mike Lawson read, man. He would read it to me. He'd be like, ugh, nightmare. Do you wanna do you wanna say his name on the show? I don't remember his name. Oh. I would though if it was like Ramel or something like that. Wouldn't it be weird if that really was his name? Hold on. I know oh, someone. That's funny. I know someone named Ramel or R- well, Riddell it's a, it's or Ranel. That, that's a big um Filipino name. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like cryptically text Mike Lawson and ask him what was the name that what what was the first name of that guy you dated for my mom's job. Let's see, let's see if he texts back. It, it, it was if it's Ramel though, I'll laugh. But I don't think I think it, I think he actually had like a normal name like a like a. Danny or something like that, but um, but he was like straight off the like he was like from the Philippines. Oh wait, Mark is like from the Philippines, right? He is, yeah. Does he miss it? Um, I don't know. I you know he's pretty he's he is a very closed kind of private person. So even with me, like we don't have deep conversations normally. Okay, well, Adam, it was very nice uh, catching up with you. We did over two hours. Now, by the time I edit it, it probably won't be two hours. But just so everyone knows, we recorded over for over two hours. I know. It's so late here now. It's like it's after midnight on a school night. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, it was, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Joe. Burns, people. Send this one out to Yard Bird. You dig? So let's cool one. Uh huh. Three, two, one, let's jam. everyone that's gonna do it for me this week mike will be back next week with his own show and his own special guest co-host so make sure and tune in for that until then feel free to email us at guys at cupodcast.com you can also call our listener line at 510-239-7798 we are both on twitter I am at Joe Batance. Mike is at WSWCL, and the show is at CU Podcast. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash CU Podcast. And by the way, you can always go to iTunes and leave a review. I was originally going to edit this song down, but I like it a lot, so I'm going to keep it. By the way, only one person cares, and you know what I have to say to that? Go to hell, Mike.